listening to Stand By Secrets, episode number four. This is Matt. And this is Millie. All right. So uh, how was your week, Millie? Oh, I don't know. Because I switched to a new team um, at my job, it's just been, I don't know, really hectic. I feel like just yesterday we were here and talking about <laughs> Vegas. Yeah. So <laughs> It wasn't yesterday, but it was. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. It feels like it was just oh, yesterday. Yeah. Moving quick. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what about you? Um, good week. Uh, you know, busy, busy at work, same, but uh, had some fun things. I took built points and I just booked two nights at, uh, it's called Secrets Impression Mokehe. I don't know how you say it. It's Spanish. Hey. Mox, something like that. Anyways, <laughs> it costs $1,000 a night. It's all inclusive. <gasps> And we used it with build points. Wow. So it's booked for a long period. It's booked for January 2024. So it's a long ways away. But like it's a super high end brand new. It just opened in December. How many points did you spend? Um, the ranges from the low season being 21,000 points to high season being 29,000. So uh, it was 29,000 when I booked per night. Wow. That's actually really good. It is. For a $1,000 net hotel, it's like an insane deal because all inclusive. So, you know, like if you ever stay at like a really nice hotel with points, usually you got to like pay for food. Yeah. Which is expensive. But with this all-inclusive, like, you get a lot of high-end food and and alcohol included. Yeah. So that was pretty exciting. Then, tonight, and we're going to go into this in another episode. We just need, honestly, we're looking for someone that's, like, really into the cruise industry, has taken all the cruises um, that we can talk about because I haven't. But I did just book my first cruise. <gasps> you did? Yes. So um, my husband and I, it's for November of this year. Seven days from San Diego to Baja, California, um, down to Me- down in Mexico. Um, we're hitting Cabo San Lucas and a few other places, like, all along there for seven days. Wow. And I know that cruises, it's per person, though, even if you're getting one room. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, rough. but it's not rough because I got it for free. Mm. So um, I remember the casino status matching we talked about last episode? Yeah. So... I submitted all my cards, their high-level cards, or mid-level to high-level cards, to Holland America. And right now, they're trying to get people to cruise. From what I understand, the cruise line has suff- cruise lines in general have suffered a lot since COVID. So they're trying to get people on the ships, and they want people that are gamblers on the ship. So they'll, what they do is um, we only pay the taxes and fees. So it was 130 bucks a person How many to take days? the cruise. Seven days. What? Yeah. That's an insane. Yep. So that you just pay the taxes and port fees and they get you on there for free. And ideally you're a gambler and you gamble, you know, some of that money back to them. But I don't, you know, I don't, I don't gamble tons. So I know. it's a great deal because the cash price was like 700 a person or something. Okay. We'll need to talk later about that. Yeah. Yeah. We need, if anybody is like a big into cruising, has taken multiple cruises, we would love to have you on the podcast. Tell us how to take a cruise I can tell you how we can, you know, get it for free or very cheap, especially airline employees, too. You don't have to do the casino status matching. There's ways to get cruises very cheap. But we would love to have someone on that knows how to do cruising and kind of teach us, really. And, yeah, anyways. But, um, yeah, I'm really excited for that. <laughs> Seven days and very cheap. And Holland America say, is what it is. I I recently, like, literally, this within this week, I was looking for a cruise to, to take. And... For two people, what I found um, was like $900. And I was like, oh, gosh, that's too expensive for seven days. 
you're gonna you want to do the status matching and do the cruise for free because right now I have four. Well, I just booked the one, but three other cruises that I could get for free right now. Wow! Not including my husband's ability to get pretty much the same ones for free, but what? we're gonna hold up for that. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely thinking about it. I'll save you hundreds of dollars. You just gotta fly it to Atlantic City. Okay, well, we'll put that in like a in a, another episode of like you walking me through how to like get the cheapest cheapest cruise. Yeah. 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 Well, I tease the cruising, but unfortunately, that is not the uh, topic of today's episode. The topic of today's episode is how to travel on like a shoestring budget. This is for people. And honestly, these tips honestly can apply to anyone. Mm -hmm. Um, But really, this is for people new to the industry. You might be a flight attendant. You might be, you know, ramp worker or in corporate. But when you first start off, I think everyone can agree the wages aren't crazy high and traveling is very expensive, so we're going to kind of just teach you our tips and experiences with how to do it cheap and how to stretch your money the most so you can take those trips way more often rather than blowing it all and having to only go a couple times a year. Yeah, totally. I think the biggest thing here that you can like take away is a lot of planning goes into getting the most affordable trip. Yep. So just always make sure that you you know exactly what you want to do, how much you want to spend, and kind of create this um, plan in your mind or write it down or however you want. Um, the more planning you do, the cheaper it is going to be, I think. I'm a notes app guy, yeah. It would yeah. Be, you should see how many plant trip plans I have in my notes app. And yeah, I mean, I, I guess to start off here, obviously the flight should be free. You can Zed... Or if you're using a buddy pass or something like that um, or using points, it's it's not really the cost of the trip. For most people, a flight is going to be one of the biggest costs of the trip. Mm-hmm. Luckily for us industry employees, that is not the case. So um, I guess the next thing really, the biggest cost is going to be accommodations. Yep. Why don't you kind of tell us like some of your tips for accommodations? What are you thinking? Well, again, I was saying that I don't really love hotels, but mm-hmm. if I do get a hotel, it's probably going to be I'm just looking for the cheapest night and I'll specifically look for a hotel that serves free breakfast because at least I'm getting, you know, a meal in the morning and then additionally I have a place to sleep at night. And then majority of the time I'll look I'll stay with like I was saying this in the last episode where I'll f- I'll find someone that I know and I'll travel my first places I travel to whenever I like first started working in the airline industry was to places that other people lived yeah, yeah. family friends they don't have to be that good of friends honestly <laughs> like I mean really if you if if you're the type of like extrovert or you know the people that are always traveling around and meeting willing to meet new people, I think a lot of times, I, I wouldn't believe how many times I've been offered, hey, come back, come back, stay with mm-hmm. me next time. Like, like just come hang out. Like, we had such a good time when you were here, blah, blah, blah. You were staying in a hostel, hotel. Like, just come visit. And you don't have to be that great of friends. I mean, I think a nature of the travel industry is meeting a lot of people that you don't necessarily, um, you're not obviously, like, stay in contact. You're not going to be best friends. But you get along well when you're together, and so you can go back and visit those people. That's so totally take trips true. Together. Especially because you can also, like, I, offer buddy passes to them. Yeah. Um. They okay. Don't sell them. Right. Yep. That's a no-no. no no. But you can offer Exchange. for them to like, hey, you can have a buddy pass. Um, 
whenever you want, just let me know. And then they'll you'll buy the ticket with your card or you could probably use their card as well. But I yeah. always just ha- I just pay it for myself and then they usually like Venmo me. Or or basic or they can, you know, kind of trade it like, hey, you you'll stay at my place when you come out. I'll give you a buddy pass. You let me stay at your place when I'm exactly. in your area. Yeah. So stay with friends. That's a huge thing. Another thing is staying off peak. Go when everyone else isn't necessarily going. And that's not, that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Say your crew, you might have, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday off. Yeah. Go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And I would say for people who are probably not corporate, it's actually easier for those days because mm-hmm. a lot of people, they want weekends, right? Yep. And so you could be the thawed man out or whatever and ask for weekdays off. And then you can ask for maybe like a Tuesday Wednesday, Thursday, or whatever. And those are typically when people are not flying. Thursdays might be a little hard depending on where you're flying back from. But Yeah. I mean, if the destination, if you're coming back on a Thursday and everyone else is going there on a Thursday, it's probably good. But like if you're – and this doesn't even just apply to days of week. This applies to seasons, right? If you're going to New York City, I'll tell you, Christmas is going to be busy Mm -hmm. and the summer is going to be busy. But if you go in February – I don't think it's a problem. Mm -hmm. If you go to Mexico on the shoulder season, not during the nicest season, not during the hurricane season, or even the hurricane season, like if it's, if you see there's not going to be a hurricane, it's going to be decent weather, like you're getting a good deal and you have that flexibility to book it close in. Mm -hmm. And it's not like, oh, I booked this six months ago and now I'm screwed because they're a hurricane. You can just go the next week. And pay essentially nothing for the flight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Taxes and fees. I mean, don't get started on like international fees ta- uh, oh, and taxes. Mexico is quite expensive. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you're not paying the, you know, the flight prices. So Mexico is pretty great. Um, I guess that kind of ties into another one. Traveling internationally to places that don't use the U.S. dollar. You will save so much money. OK, I don't know what you mean. So U.S. dollar is what the currency that you base basically all their currencies off of. Right. They it's like the standard currency that everyone else is like the most valuable currencies. So when you're going to a place that um, has a different currency, often the U.S. dollar is much stronger currency and your money is going to go a lot farther. Okay, I see what you're saying. Besides like historically the euro. Um... Yeah, but I mean even euro has been favorable for U.S. Um, people for like a year or something. I don't know. I, I'm not like super into the currency exchange rates, but it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, like, going to those countries, going off-peak times, your money's going to go so much farther. Super true. And the thing is, most people wouldn't go to those countries. I, I love Thailand. Been many times. Um, Southeast Asia is, like, huge. Everybody loves Southeast Asia for, like, cheap travel, beautiful places. Mexico, if you're going to stay closer to home, things like that. Eastern Europe, I mean, or, or, or Egypt or things like that. Turkey. These are places that are awesome places to visit as tourists, but your money's going to go really far. Yeah, but there are ways to make mistakes on those. Like, um, first of all, usually you want to carry cash with you at all times because a lot of places don't take credit cards. And then for the places that do take credit cards, if you bring the wrong credit card, you could be charged like a transaction fee or something. Yeah, so always check your credit cards for transact foreign transaction fees. Do not use it if they have it. Same for debit cards. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to cue you in on something, Millie. I have this card. It's a debit card. It's through Charles Schwab, which is normally an investment bank. But this is investor checking. That's just a label. Um, basically, you would open an investor account, but you have to put any money in it. Mm-hmm. But it's a checking account. They refund worldwide any ATM fees that you're charged 
and huge and foreign transaction fees, they don't charge them. So I can go to a foreign country, go to the ATM, say it charges $6 or whatever, euros, doesn't matter. Put the card in. Um, it will char- It will take out of my account, but I'll get reimbursed at the end of the month. And there's no foreign transaction fee to take out cash. That is so awesome. It is because those um, booths and stuff like that, the airport charge you ridiculous Oh, yeah. Do fees. not, if you're going to take out cash anywhere, that is the last place that you probably want to do it. Yeah. So this card, it's like getting cash out with no problem. And you can go to any ATM. The only thing I would say is like this is for anything. Um, ATMs are probably almost always a better idea, except in Europe. I hear there is some that will charge you like a really crazy conversion fee so just watch out for that because does it um, tell you preempt like preemptively before yeah but it's kind of like scammy it's like tricky basically <laughs> that's what I've, I've seen on tiktok i haven't got to those atms yet but Dang. they're like 13 percent or insane like that yeah so um i guess going back to accommodations especially what i've done internationally but even in the U.S., a lot of people are really scared about this. Oh, my gosh. I, you know what I'm going to say? Yeah. Hostels. I get made fun of at work because I love it so much and I talk about it. It's honestly the only people that make fun of people that stay in hostels or, like, criticize hostels probably haven't stayed in a hostel themselves. It's it's really nice in there. I think it's because they're – I haven't seen it, but there's, like, a scary movie or something about oh. it. Yeah, and it's, it's like, the name of the scary movie is Hostels. And so every time I talk about a hostel, people talk about that movie, and I'm like, I've never seen that movie before, but oh staying God. in hostels is amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's perfect for solo travelers. Um, you Basically, how a hostel works is you go to a place. Either they're going to have private rooms where you would have your own, like, bunk in your own room, um, or you're going to have a bunk, huge room with a lot of bunk beds. Yeah. Um, and then your bathrooms are shared. Yeah. So always bathrooms are shared, but it's so much cheaper. And hostels are often in a really good location. Yeah, very walkable. Yep. Um, obviously, if you want to save a lot of money, you'll be bunking with, like, I don't know. I've bunked with six people before. Luckily, no no snorers. Like, I've bunked no... with, like, 20 before. Oh, really? Yeah, big room. Wow. Um, no, not that many. Uh, and they give you, like, a locker. It's really yep. nice. And it feels very secure. And they give you, like, um, everything that you need. And the best part is it usually comes with a kitchen. Yes. So what I'll do is I'll eat out. Like the night before, and then the lunch afterwards, I'll uh, I'll <laughs> cook cook my breakfast and stuff, or like I'll cook I'll cook a lunch or I'll warm I'll warm it up. Yeah, and and actually a lot of hostels even have free breakfast. They'll like make pancakes or something like mm-hmm. that. It's fun, and I don't know how what your experience has been, but hostels are the perfect place to meet people to hang out mm-hmm. with and. To find new friends and things like that. And you know you know, most of those people are down to like do stuff yep. and be adventurous with you and try new things and eat at new places because really, you're not really going to get, this is going to sound so bad maybe, but you're not really going to get squares in a hostel. No. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. You're no. not going to get people who are just like. Some people have called me a square before, but <laughs> I do stay at hostels. <laughs> um, yeah. You're going to get like. People that are open, people that are, like, friendly, I've had great experiences. Even, and you know, another thing that people say is, oh, like, I'm scared to stay in a hostel in the U.S. Okay, first of all, hostels are strict about who they let stay there. Generally, they're going to only let people from out of state or out of country stay there. So it's not like there's people, like, vagrants that are, like, staying in the hostel because it's, like, $30 Mm -hmm. a night or something like that or people that are sketchy. That's not how it works. They want, it's generally just young people that are traveling on a budget. Yeah. Totally. 
if the hostile stuff isn't right for you, and honestly, I haven't seen the hostile for like maybe a couple of years now. Um, and that's because I travel with my partner. And another option is if you're going to stay in hotels, use points. Yeah, I think you, you're probably like a graduated scholar of using points for hotels and cruises and all the fun things. Yeah, um, I'm still I've still got things to learn. I literally just got my Amex. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, for points, you can stay in really nice hotels for good prices and points are flexible. So you can often cancel very close in. If it's not going to work out, you can just cancel and get your points back. No oh, problem. Yeah. Just watch, watch it, watch policies. Sometimes they, it, there is individual hotels that will like have a cancellation fee. But in my experience, I've been able to cancel with points very close in. No problem. Mm-hmm. Um, Another one, this one's for you. I haven't really done it, but Airbnbs. I mean, I've stayed in Airbnbs, but not mm. like with the cooking and things like that. It's okay. I've I've stayed in an Airbnb recently, I think in November or December. Yeah. Um, we went to like the Keystone area mm-hmm. and it was quite expensive. And you also have to do a lot of cleaning and stuff. Like this isn't oh. this isn't news. Like this is something that Many people yeah. complain about take out the trash, turn off the lights. Yeah, make sure you uh, wash your you know, dishes. Put all the sheets in the in the laundry, yeah, and then I'll charge off. you two hundred dollars for cleaning fee. Exactly. So I, uh, I love the location. Like there are some cool Airbnbs, yes. and I would stay there for the experience, but not necessarily. I don't think it's one of the cheapest. I, I don't know. Well, if you do, you can stay with other people. That's interesting. I've never done it, but you can like a room or something like that. And with other people, I heard you can save money. That's kind of like one of the OG Airbnb yeah. things. You stay with other people in like their spare room. Otherwise, I think it makes sense if you're traveling with a group. Yeah, Tra- if you've got a you're, big group. Though. And you're going to be like, yeah, instead of buying hotel rooms, um, stay in like a big group. And then you can party a little bit and you can, you know, make food in the kitchen, things like that. So, yeah, it's an option. It's not me. I honestly, I, I went to be a kiss in Puerto Rico and the only option was Airbnb. There was like some hotels are very expensive, but Airbnb was cool. But the fees are just a little too much, really. Mm-hmm. And you don't really get at least hotels. You have like a pool and you have like extra amenities that you don't get with mm-hmm. an Airbnb, which kind of is turns me off to yeah so i guess moving on there another thing you mentioned to me um before the podcast is that sometimes it's cheaper to book in person not oh, in the u.s yeah. but mm-hmm. outside of the u.s yes activities ho- hostels mm-hmm. things like that they will give you a deal if you're just like in person like cash rate yeah because small businesses true story i know i've talked about my panama trip already but um if I were to have booked my six-person hostel, um, it probably would have been like $25. I think I got it for mm, 14 or $18. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually from a friend. She has traveled out of the country so much by herself mm-hmm. um, that she kind of like – she goes and she has all these plans. And then she kind of shops around and – tells me like oh if i would have just like paid there it would yeah. have been i would have saved money another thing that she's done she's like my most adventurous friend but um she stays at host families i've never oh. done it but she will stay at a host family oh and gosh. she she loves it she like gets along with them so well and then they take her to like all these cool spots that's so cool mm-hmm. i've never done it i uh, 
We'll have to get her on here. Yes, 100%. Yeah, we'll have to get her on here. I'll fly her out. But she, it's cheap, and she can learn the language from them. That's so cool. And they take her out to all of these cool places. And she still gets to do stuff alone. So yeah. Totally fine. But And she feels safe. She's a, she's a huge solo traveler. Yeah. Um, so she feels a little more safe being with a family and stuff. So. That is so cool. Yeah. I didn't even know you could do that, like, short term. Mm-hmm. Like, and a is week. there, mm-hmm. we need to know, like, there's, like, got to be a website. Somebody, like, message us on Instagram or something if you've done oh, this. Oh, there is a website. There is something also where you can watch people's dogs. <gasps> yes. Oh, like the home sharing, like the trading, yeah, where you like yeah. trade homes or something like that, and like. Well, that's trading homes. Well, there's that's two different thing. things. Yeah. And then there's actually like watching a dog. Like you look up for whoever. It's a website. Oh, I wish I knew what it was called. But it's essentially a website where you look up who needs a pet sitter or a home sitter. Yeah. And they will like essentially let you stay there for free because essentially they would be paying someone to do that originally so it's kind of like a you get this i get that it's hit for tat um it's nothing not anything i've done but it's something i've researched and looked into you know i thought of another one uh i saw on tiktok uh they where you can go and you can like work like these tiktokers i think their name is like claire and peter they're hilarious by the way I, i i don't know their tiktok name but uh, it's very funny. They travel around the world for like 365 days. Anyways, they did one in New Zealand where you go and they went to these people's farm and you work mm-hmm. and they do room and board. So they give you your meals and let you stay there and you work for like the morning or something, pulling weed in their garden or something fun like that. Yeah. I feel like that would like attract um, the people that are letting you stay there are probably going to be older people and things like that. But like I, I like that. Like I like usually if they're if they're on like a platform like that they're probably going to be really sociable and fun to be with plus what a good story like mm-hmm. i got free stay and i pulled weeds for a week yeah like, i don't know awesome. i don't know you know you just help people out i'm yeah. sure it's not like hard labor so there's a lot of good options really mm-hmm. like be creative don't just blow a bunch of money um booking a hotel i mean yeah if you want to do the hotel route you know use your id 90 use your you know, corporate discount from yeah. your airline and things like that. But, or if you work for the hotel uh, company, that's a great option. But in my experience, hostels, things like all these things we just mentioned, they're going to save you a lot of money because accommodation is your, probably your number one cost. Mm-hmm. And I know we didn't use any like actual website names for some of the later stuff that we talked yeah. about, but if you Google it, I'm sure it'll immediately pop up for you. And we can tell our editor to put it in the description. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we do have an editor, so... Um, so when it comes to where to stay, the location is so important. In mm-hmm. my experience, stay where you want to be. Is that a cool neighborhood? Is that a, ho- a you know a hostel in like the city center? Is it near good transportation? This is really important because um, if you're booking the Holiday Inn that's on the outskirts of town in a suburb, I don't want to br- I don't want to you know go too hard on you for saving money on the hotel but it you're gonna blow your money back in uber transportation yes. etc mm-hmm. because you really want to just like step out of where you are and just be able to do stuff eat places um go to your event it's like right there you know like you want to be in a very uh central yeah centralized area that's the most convenient for you yeah and kind of along with that if you're in a good central place and for me i find cities that have really good public transportation. So subways, buses, don't be afraid of the bus people. Like use Google Maps. It really helps you get around. It's not that hard. Depending on the city, some bus systems aren't great, but if it's a big city, it probably has a good bus system. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know what other public transportation is there. I don't know. You can car- you can like ride those bikes that you have. Um, you know the ones that you pay for with either an app or or the yeah, tablet like the city or... bike and yeah, stuff like yeah, that, in, like exactly. New York. Um, apparently the scooters are more expensive than the bikes, mm-hmm. so maybe just do the bikes. Plus the bikes have like little baskets normally. Yeah, that you can like carry. Get a little stuff physical in. exercise. <laughs> you feel like you feel like the main character riding around a bike in a city. My mother would appreciate this. She's a big. She loves biking. She is a big advocate and I'm sure she'll love that I'm saying this but <laughs> ride your bikes don't ride those electric scooters you you know pedal a little bit you know the bikes are are electric also not all of them I'm, I'm not like the city yeah some of them have electric assist mm-hmm. but you know the, it's more physical activity than, than uh, the scooters yeah, than the lime scooters sometimes hard and it's kind of stressful sometimes so if you're like not into the stress of riding a bike because you kind of do have to ride on the side of the road oh yeah yeah so hopefully you, there's bike lanes and things like that yeah even with a bike lane they can be kind of stressful yeah no so if you're not <laughs> don't if you're, get hit <laughs> if, you're, if you're not willing to take the stress of it don't don't take the bike maybe another option is Walking, mm-hmm, of I course. mean, really, I walk. I've walked blocks and blocks before, just to save money. And, yeah, well, not just to save money. You get the feel of the city when you're walking. Yeah, totally. And then you get to catch those little, those little shops that you would have never ever seen in your mm-hmm. life, or like you walk into like a bodega that you never thought, and it's so cool. Or yes. you know what I mean. The only thing is, make sure you wear comfy shoes because oh yes, wearing nice shoes may be like your downfall because it's uncomfortable. Yeah, no, don't don't wear uncomfy shoes. No one really cares that much what you look like, at least on your feet in a big city, especially. It's mm-hmm. not like you're going to a ball. You're traveling on a budget here. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to break you know break your heart here. Um, another thing is if you need to get places um and you're not sure how to do it with public transportation two things use google maps the public transportation option it can tell you hey take this bus to this train and then walk the rest of the way or whatever it is and when everything's coming it's it's very very good um in other countries where maybe google maps isn't the best for public transportation look to see if they have a public transportation app or something for that country or you, I, I would also recommend Rome to Rio because um, this is like a website where you can try to Rome to Rio. Like you're able to find one place to another and where it's not very clear on like Google Maps or something, uh, this is going to tell you. So you it might say like take a train, you know, say in Europe, you take a train to one place, you get on the city bus to here then you get on the ferry to here, and then you will take the shared van that goes around this little island to get to your hostel or something like that. Yeah, and it takes you through all the steps, like, yep. actually. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty solid app. I, I've seen it on Facebook. Some of the non rev groups who are, like, use Rome to Rio, especially nice. in outside of the U.S. Because Google Maps is, like, really good in the U.S., but maybe less, more, you know, less traveled countries are going to be, like, a little bit more confusing. Does it tell you the price? Yeah, it does. And time time and everything like that, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's pretty solid. This one, um, I wouldn't, like, 100% recommend, but if you need to do it, you need to do it, is Uber. It's very expensive very quick. Yeah. I mean, besides your one free $20 credit every month. <laughs> yeah, that's the, only, that's the only time I use, yeah. like, Uber. I like to use my credits from the Amex Platinum, Amex Gold. They both give credits every month, so. Oh, you get a credit for both. Yep. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So you and... got your, you're there and back. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> like, yeah, in Vegas, we use it in Vegas a lot because it's public transportation from the airport to the hotel, very fast to do an Uber. I haven't tried the bus, but it's going to take much longer in that situation. Of course. Um. 
if you're going to be doing Uber, uh, also, if you don't have this card, get the Capital One Saver one, no fee card. We talked about it in an earlier on the credit card episode. Um, it now includes an Uber One membership, which is actually pretty clutch mm-hmm. because if you have 5% off on every ride, plus some deals on like Uber Eats, and you could pair it with that. Uh, oh, and that, and that card gives 10% back on Uber. Yeah. So pair it with those two and then use your credits with the Amex cards. And you're going to save a lot of money on Uber that way. And I think that makes sense to use that way. But I just caution you, Uber will eat through money so quickly. Yeah. Do you ever do you ever check both driving, like the main driving apps? Because I always check Uber and then I check Lyft because yeah. sometimes... I feel like they do it based off of how many drivers they have. Like, there's so many factors in what causes the price to be the price point that it is for the product. Mm -hmm. But I feel like one of the main things is how many... Because because the drivers are essentially their own boss and they work whenever they want to work, the price point, I want to say is like closely aligned with how many people are driving for that app at that time. And how many people are trying to get rides. And how many people are trying to get rides. So I once, uh, f- I, I Uber sometimes from Den home, like Den- DIA, mm-hmm. uh, Denver International Airport. But I checked Uber and it was like $50. And I was yeah. like, oh my gosh. And then I checked Lyft, it was 30 So it was Yeah, like, no, that was my experience last week with out of Denver. Really? That Lyft was cheaper. But I think on average I see Uber cheaper, but there is times definitely where Usually when Uber's like more ex- like kind of popped up prices, then mm-hmm. Lyft will be cheaper. Yeah. So I don't know. That's if you do take that, check both. Yeah. If you have a Chase card too, you can get Lyft Pink and like also get discounts on Lyft that way. So both of the things have really good discounts. So if you're getting the credits, you can use it. And there's a lot of places where like, oh, especially if you've been drinking or just like late at night, things like that. Um, It's not always the best option to take public transportation. But I would challenge you to take public transportation because it's really not as bad as you would think mm-hmm. and Google Maps is going to help you do it and it's going to it's good for the environment too. Yeah. I mean, we're flying but it, it's not rev so um it's you the plane would have went without us. So taking public transportation I think is a great option and I'm a huge advocate for it. Yeah. If you are drinking also, this is mm-hmm. like super side. Um but uh, if you know a military member, there's usually like free rides that the base gives you. Oh wow! Yeah, so like you can just call. Usually they have like a number, and they're like, "Call this number if yeah. you're ever drunk," because they really don't want drunk driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so if you know a military member, <laughs> use them as a plug, I guess. So if you're traveling in a destination that doesn't have Uber and it doesn't have public transport, what's your only option? Ugh, is that like taxis or something? No, like probably nothing. Like rental cars. Oh, yeah. Rental cars. So I wasn't an advocate for rental cars because I was a, I'm was i still 20. 24, <laughs> so I had to pay this stupid fee. <laughs> I hate it, really. But you know what? These past couple trips, my husband is now 25, so rental cars kind of do make sense in some situations. Yep. Where there isn't good public transportation and you get a good deal on the rental car, or you're going to, like, a national park or something like that, or you yeah. need to go on a long distance. Yeah, I'm, I have to rent a rental car um, this in, in, like, three weeks or something because I have to pick up my puppy. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting a puppy, and he lives in Nashville right now, but he lives an hour away from the airport. Yep. So, like, catching an Uber would be, like... Very expensive. Yeah, like more than an Uber or more way, than a rental car. Way more than a rental car, like, probably three times as much. So... Basically, I um, just got, like, the most basic uh, Hertz rental car. It was, like, $75 for the okay. day. Um, and then 
I used my presidential... President circle status? Exactly. So maybe I get to... I, I definitely get an upgrade. I think it's, like, for sure an upgrade. Yeah. But I don't think I get to pick a car because I pick the most basic, cheapest option. So let's elaborate on this on this rental car status. So um, with certain credit cards, like the Amex Platinum, which is our favorite card probably on the podcast yeah, here. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> um, we <laughs> both have it. We both have it now. Um between us, we have like four of them between all the people, you know, on the staff here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they give you rental car status where you often can get free upgrades, discounted rates. Or if you th- work through an airline or have a Costco membership, that can also give you a discounted rate. Mm-hmm. Um, and you op- often can pick like way better cars than like the standard car. And it makes sense in some situations. So um, what she was uh, what Millie was talking about was the. Hertz President Circle. So that's the highest status that they offer publicly, um, elite status that they offer with Hertz. So when you do that, I actually just used it the other week. You go to the play, the location and you can pick out of the select locations, which is usually airport locations, you're allowed to pick any car basically off the lot. And for example, what we had was a Tesla, a Mustang convertible, a Mercedes, or a another electric car. We had all those options. We could just pick whatever you want, get in and drive out. What were you saying where you need it to be like a basic, like above Intermediate basic? or lab. So you can't get like the compact car. You have to get intermediate. Okay, okay. So so I got the the basic car, but I think if you look at it, it does say guaranteed upgrade. Yeah. So I'll probably go from a basic to an intermediate and that's totally fine for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you can also get national car status, Avis, and also with that Saver 1, any MasterCard World Elite card, you can also get... Um, sixth rental car status so pretty much rental car status is like one of the easiest things to get if you want status just get a card you can get the status and also we love hertz for two other reasons so mx platinum this is like super unique benefit you get a four hour extra grace period so say you fly in at 10 a.m on one day two days later you leave at 4 p.m flight Mm mm-hmm instead of having to return the car at 10 a.m and having to wait six hours at the airport you get a four-hour grace period, so add four hours to the end of your rental. You could return the car at 2 p.m., two hours before your flight. Wow, I did not totally know Totally free. Wow. That could probably definitely reduce, because it's like from time to time, yep. right? So that yeah, would so it's like the they would charge you for an extra day usually, or at least a late That's fee. That's awesome. And you would do that by getting the code on the MX Platinum. It's like a five-letter, five-number code. And you just enter that, and it's also a discount code. So, yeah, it's like 20% or more generally in rentals using that code. Mm-hmm. And this is what we're talking about, planning. Yes. Planning will save you money. Yeah. The other thing, which I'm just like all into Hertz right now because it's <laughs> great. Guys, I talked about Capital One Shopping. They do, they're offering 30% cash back on Hertz right now. So you match your discount with the 30% cash back. You're going to save a ton of money. Yeah. So I think national parks, places, rural places or cities that, you know, don't want to invest in public transportation. This is a rental car is probably probably necessary because it'd be a lot cheaper to do that than a lot of Ubers. Yeah. Even when you go to places like Vegas, like there are really nice places that are far from the strip that you can't really get to unless you have a rental car. Exactly. So there are places there are times and places for things. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the next thing we kind of got to cover is food. Everybody loves food and drinks. Yeah. So I think my biggest thing that I do is I probably only eat out 
once a day. And it's like a night, like I'll, I'll only go someplace once. And then for the rest of my meals, whether I get like that free breakfast for a hotel mm-hmm. or I, um, for lunch, I'll try to like go to the grocery stores that are nearby and then I'll get like <laughs> sandwich stuff, which maybe sounds like really cheap but that's what we're aiming for. We're traveling for. on a budget here people. <laughs> that's what we're aiming for and I w- like will buy snacks there. The only tricky thing is about getting groceries is like don't let your stomach be bigger than like what you can actually eat in your trip. And refrigeration too. And refrigeration because I have made the mistake um, of over-purchasing and then I have to leave it all there. Yeah. Like over-purchasing on water, over-purchasing on I bought ice drinks, those like crystal, uh, yeah, yeah, those, yeah. uh Sugar-free. Sparkling water things that are mm-hmm. like taste kind of like soda. I've bought in like a whole pack of that, and we didn't finish it. Yeah. So like, just be careful about the grocery store because then it could also be more expensive than you originally in plan. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. I agree with that. Cook your own. Kind of like have your own snacks and things like that. The grocery store is much cheaper. Um, you can drink your own alcohol. So like, if you want to pregame yes. before you go out, always get pregame alcohol if yep. you're going to be drinking at all. If you're really an alcoholic, get a flask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you can bring a flask, I guess, if you want to go around and have a little drink then before you, can you go in the club for, bar. Then you can pay for sodas only. Like yeah, it is much cheaper. I don't know. You probably get patted down at the bar though. I don't, I don't know. know. I got away Big with city, a, I guess. <laughs> I got a. Anyways, uh. Yeah, so that might get cut. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna. uh, You bring your own food. You eat cheap for most of the day, and then you can you can splurge for one meal a day. Because usually it's dinner. Yeah, and I mean, think eating in cities is very expensive, Mm -hmm. especially in tourist areas. So another tip I would say is try to eat where the locals would eat. Mm -hmm. Don't eat the touristy restaurant. Maybe eat a couple blocks off the main road. Where it's, like, more of a kind of a local place and, like, just the food prices are a lot cheaper and, like, you get a better deal for what you get. And you might find some real gems that are just not overpriced, not tourist prices. Yeah. So, and, and it'll probably taste better if if we're completely honest. Like, some, yeah. some touristy spots are really hit or miss. It's really mm-hmm. just, some touristy spots are basically just, it looks pretty in here. Yeah. And they serve cute drinks. Yep. And the food's not really that good. No. Yeah, I despise places like that, to be honest. <laughs> Um, speaking of drinks, if you order water with your meals, you're going to save so much money. It's, it's like the old, like coffee thing, right? Like if you get Starbucks, it's like going to add up so quick. Mm-hmm. If you get drinks, especially alcoholic drinks with your meals, that stuff adds up quick. Wow. What is that? A uh, very, uh, not Dave Ramsey, but <laughs> what's his name? The coffee guy. This is not Dave Ramsey. <laughs> no, no. He oh, Graham Stephan, Graham Stephan. Not oh. makes fun, but he doesn't agree with Dave Ramsey a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Graham yeah, yeah. Stephan, he's like the coffee guy. Make your own coffee, 20-cent coffee. Yeah, Anyways, yeah. you can cut that part. Um, anyways, uh, another thing that I like to do before I go out and eat is I like to check my credit cards to see whether or not they have additional, like, points or cash back um, to see where I'm going to be eating. That oh, time. yeah, for sure. Um, for example, like for the Amex Gold card, you get a ten dollar a month credit, like for Shake Shack, Grubhub, different like a few different other like more regional restaurants. So you could use that credit. I mean, you're already basically paying for it with annual fees, so why not use the credit? Yeah. And other cards, you'll get like yeah, like ten percent back on certain restaurants. Honestly, check the offers section, yes. MX offers, city cards, that changes. chase cards. It changes all the time. That changes all the time. And then it'll kinda dictate where you go and eat. 
Yeah. That kind of also, sometimes they have that for hotels. Like, they have it for Hyatt oh, yes. and Marriott all the time. Where yeah, like Caesars and Vegas. Or 15% off. I or have not like, off, but cash back or points, depending. It'll be like a 500, spend 500, get 100 back or something. It's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, So, it really just depends. I always like to check the offers before I go on any trips or mm-hmm. before I do anything fun. Yeah. Just to see, like, what if there is something. Yeah, why not save a few bucks yeah. here where you can. Another one is, so say you don't have the card or you want to stack it, a lot of, there's a couple of like portals. So you can do Rakuten um, Dining, where basically you would connect the card that you would spend on and they'll be like, hey, here's 5% back, here's 10, here's 15, here's 20% back on certain restaurants. So you could probably, you might have the opportunity to get the 10% back from Rakuten and another $5 off from your credit card offer. I didn't know about that one. Pretty cool. Another option is going to be Upside, which is an app where you can save money on gas, but they also have a restaurant. So it's kind of the same thing. And uh, if you guys want to download those, do use do look at the links in our descriptions. But um, those are really good options to like get cash back and like things like that. So so you're saying I can go on Upside or I can go to Rap Rap Rak- Rakuten. Rakuten. Yep. So I can go on either one of those, mm-hmm. purchase food there with a credit card that's already giving me extra points for it, and then get double like. Double discounts, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. We call it stacking. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So it could be really like save you a ton of money on, on a meal. And then it'll dictate where you go. Yeah. Follow where the cheapest things are. Yeah. So food is like a big expense. If you guys going to use those tips, um, I think there's a lot of opportunity to cut down expenses because honestly, for me, I think food is one of the biggest expenses I've had besides rent. Along with travel, but food really just comes with travel, eating out, things like that. It with inflation, that stuff has got them so much money. So same, yeah. You know, do what you can to save because, like, I think all these tips in general, if you follow them, your two trips a month could turn into four. Your one could turn into two, something like that. It really, it makes a difference. Didn't we talk about that app that you can also get? food at the end of the night or something from restaurants what was that too good to go too good to go so okay this is cool and i've never used it but um basically this app in an effort to reduce food waste like in the certain times of the day say it's like a bagel shop or it's a pizza shop or things like that they will give you a, a kind of a mystery bag of their food um for a really cheap discounted price mm-hmm. In order for them to avoid throwing the food away and you get a really cheap food. Yeah. And, I mean, it's not going to be fresh, but it's it's not like that old necessarily. It's probably only, you know, a couple hours out and saves you a lot of money and it also reduces food waste. Yeah. It's kind of like when you are exiting a mall and you walk past like the Chinese restaurants in a mall and they're like, we have these $5 boxes because they just have. Has that ever no. happened to you? Uh-uh. No, never. If you ever are in a mall go towards the end of the day and typically the Chinese restaurants in the mall <laughs> will have five. Where? I've, I've seen it in multiple malls. Wow. Yeah, I'm just like there until, because I used to work in a mall also. Oh. So I was just like kind of in a mall all the time. But like, yeah, if you go towards the end of the day and you're kind of just like walking in the food court, they'll have like um, to-go boxes up on the top and those are like the food that they didn't sell organ- like yeah. ca- casually. Yeah. And then it'll be like way, way reduced. Like I've literally bought in a $5 box, like, like, like entree, like rice, half rice, half noodles mm-hmm. with two main sides for five bucks because like they just wanted to get rid of it for the day. Oh, wow. That's never happened to you? No. Uh-uh. Another thing is, I mean, that's good. Like, I, <laughs> I, I mean, need to use really that. I mean, that's really 
niche. <laughs> um. Okay. So another thing we do. So we talk about food. We talk about inter. We we didn't talk about entertainment though. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you're gonna go. You're going to a place you want to see. You want to experience the place you're visiting. Um. So some tips I have are going to be free tours by foot. So this is a website where uh, they basically have a pay what you want model. And you'll do like a free tour around a city, like a walking tour or something, get to know the city. Then you give your tour guide at the end what you think the tour was worth. And if you don't like it, you're allowed to leave early mm-hmm. if it's not for you. Um, so I usually, you know, give them some cash. And it's great because the tour guide gets more money than they would have if they did a tour agency. And you probably save money too. It's like cutting out the middleman. Yeah, exactly. I love that. I haven't done that yet. My mom is a big advocate. So I've done it a few times and it's it's pretty cool. Like you get some fun guides really. New York City is a great option for it. Um, oh, yeah. You knew some really good things when we went to New York yeah. together. <laughs> I remembered that for my free tour by foot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, another one, free museums and galleries. There's a lot of free things to do in the city. I mean, just like look on Google, uh, there's certain free museum days and things Mm -hmm. like that. It's a good way to experience, um, the city and like, you know, there's a lot of free options there. Yeah. I just thought of something. If you're going during like a a warm time period, like summer or even some parts of spring, maybe the end of fall, there's usually a lot of um, farmers markets and stuff that yeah. you can just like walk around. You're, you're, oh yeah, you know what I mean. Festivals. Festivals. One of the most beautiful, like this is literally the most beautiful farmers market I've ever seen in my life, and it's free. You just have to find parking, mm-hmm. and besides like buying stuff, obviously. But it's in Lake Dillon, yeah, in Colorado. It's so beautiful there. Like the it, the lake is right there. You're right in the mountains, and you just literally walk, and they ha- they have free music, and like the whole thing is could technically be free if you don't wow. buy anything yeah that's that's fun that's it really you get the culture of the the place you're at um kind of speaking of like nature uh going to the beach it's usually always free yeah go to the, I beach. Love the beach if you're anywhere coastal you should always go to the beach yeah and also um kind of nature is doing it getting a national park pass like i think we looked it up it was like 80 bucks and you can do the national park pass which lets you enter all the national parks in the united states yeah 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 so, like, go to the national park. If that's your thing, like, that's a great – got kind of a fun thing with non-ref. You fly to different places. Mm-hmm. Try to go in the shoulder season or off season, though, too. Um, in the summer, I know during, like, COVID, everything was packed for national yes. parks. And then parking, you can't get parking if you yeah. come after 10 o'clock in, yeah. the, in the morning. Yeah. But, yeah, there's it's just impossible. You might as well just, like, be driving through. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, just another little random tip. Stay away from souvenirs. Um. I don't know. I'm not a big, like, shopping person, I guess. Some people are more shopping-oriented than me. But when you're traveling a lot, I mean, you can't bring back stuff every time. Yeah. Maybe get one little thing. That's what I do. Yeah, you really only need one thing to remember where you've been. I I think we both do magnets. Yeah. Um, And I think, yeah, that those are kind of the things you want to do to save money when you're traveling. And how, like I said, you can go from two trips a month to four trips a month yeah. or one to two. Especially if you're working in the airline industry. We encourage it. It's technically part of your pay. That's why, you know, your salary is a little bit less than what it would be for other industries. Know, other industries. Yeah. Utilize it. So use Take it. Take advantage. Take advantage. If you guys have any questions, um, we do have Instagram now. So make sure you send us a DM on Instagram. Follow us. Uh, Stand by secrets. Just like the same name as the show. Um... We'll respond back to you and give us your tips where, you know, we have some experience, but there's a lot of people that 
are way more experienced and we really want to know, you know, what you think, what you guys think of the episodes and what you want to hear. We'll, you know, we'll talk about those topics and, or, or, you know, if you want a guest or something like that, we're probably <laughs> yeah. going to have a guest on soon. So yeah. expect some guests soon, but thank you for listening to this week's episode of Standby Secrets. This is Matt. And this is Millie. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you.